Hello, I am Donna Freeman, the founder of Yoga in My School, and this is the Yoga in My School podcast. I appreciate you coming and having a listen. Thank you for your likes, your shares, your comments, and your ratings. It truly is a blessing as it helps others to find us. The purpose of the Yoga in My School podcast is to empower you to share yoga and mindfulness with youth. Through the archives and this episode in particular, I know that you will receive inspiration, knowledge, and tools to help you do so. We also are big fans of building community, and we love finding people who are doing amazing things in the kids' yoga community worldwide. So if you know of someone, or maybe you are someone, who are doing something incredible and you'd like to share it, feel free to reach out. You can email me, Donna, at yogainmyschool.com with ideas for upcoming episodes. Appreciate you listening. Have a wonderful day, and enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to the Yoga in My School podcast. My name is Donna. I am the host of the show. It is a pleasure to have you listening or watching on YouTube with us today. We have an amazing guest who has been in the kids yoga world for nearly two decades now, and she brings a wealth of experience and expertise to the kids yoga world. She has had a huge impact on the, the development of kids yoga all through the East Coast, and it is a pleasure to have Doreen Foxwell here with me today of the Children's School of Yoga. And we are going to be chatting about a really interesting new curriculum that she has been working on. And I was intrigued when she started talking about this. And I'm sure you will be as well, because maybe you have noticed there's these things called, I don't know, sun salutations, moon salutations, moon pose this and half moon that. There's and there's stars. There's all these astrology that's happening in yoga. But sometimes we don't really pay attention to it other than, OK, we're going to warm up with some sun salutations or we might do, you know, this lovely little side moon stretch oh it feels so good and all this kind of stuff but we might not understand um, some of the roots of that or where you could take that with your kids yoga classes and um, I know myself I'm intrigued with moon cycles um, I notice they have an impact on my own life and I'm sure that they have an impact on many of our listeners but we're going to chat about the astrology meeting kids yoga today welcome Doreen Thank you. Namaste, Donna, and to all of your listeners and or watchers, <laughs> depending on how they're watching, looking at this. Um, I'm so excited and happy to share this with you. It's something that I have been working on for months. And, and honestly, I haven't been this excited about um, a new curriculum um, since I started my business and had my initial epiphany with my business idea. So that was 17 years ago when I had an epiphany to start the program. So I'm very, very excited about this, um, but it's been a lot of work behind the scenes and I'm continuing to work very hard behind the scenes creating it. Great. And that's kind of what we want to get into. But before we dive into all of that goodness, uh, tell our listeners, those of them who are not familiar with the Children's School of Yoga, tell them a little bit about yourself, how you set up your business, because you have a very di different business model than a lot of kids yoga studios and businesses. So explain that a little bit to people. Sure. Uh, so when I initially started the program, 
I, I honestly, I have to start where in the beginning where I had an epiphany in the middle of the night that I was supposed to be teaching children's yoga. I wasn't yet teaching yoga, but I was taking yoga for about nine years. Um, and, or no, I'm sorry, not nine years, but, but, but for several years, I apologize. And um, woke my husband said, hey, I'm supposed to be doing kids yoga. Now I wasn't, I was in the world of working with children, but I was not at all in the realm of what a yoga teacher was. So I started to research it at the time. I don't think there was Google. 17 years. <laughs> That's how I remember those back. days, the olden days. I can't remember the search engine, AOL. I think it was AOL I searched on. Um, and I started searching and I started to find uh, where I could get certified and trained in kids yoga, which I started to do. And I, it was almost like a download started to happen. I knew what curriculum to write, how to present it that I wanted to make it a franchise. I wanted it to be a model that could be copied nationwide. I want, so I knew from the beginning, I was gonna create this. I was gonna prove myself and the business model and then franchise it. It took eight years to franchise. But during that time, we got into hundreds of schools, thousands of children participating in the program. And then we franchised nationwide, but mostly on the East Coast, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, that whole area, Pennsylvania, and now North Carolina. And so that was how my program initially started. And, you know, with that, I've had the opportunity to go into schools and childcare centers and preschools and camps and after school programs and have sites, meaning brick and mortar sites, um, up into the time the pandemic hit. <laughs> we had a site and we had many, many, many locations. <laughs> and uh, whoosh, that leads me to how this came about. So... When the pandemic hit and everything was shut down, March 13th, 2020, I'll never forget the date that we started to get all the calls for our schools. We, we were in about 75 schools at that time or tonight, somewhere around there. And they all started to cancel and not be able to have us come in or they were closing or whatever the case may be. Um, and we had to close down our own studio and whatnot that was at that time in New York. Um, and uh, we didn't completely close, but we shut the doors, let's say to the public. Um, when that happened, I basically put the business on what I call life support. My business was on life support too. And I don't mean to have that bad analogy with everything that happened with COVID, but honestly, that's what I called it. For nine months, I felt like my business was on life support. We lost 80% of our revenue in schools and students and everything. And we did everything we we're doing out in the yoga world. We went online. We started offering virtual classes. We, you know, reached out to all of our school programs. We sent videos every week to our school programs for the first uh, 90 days. And we're trying to get it to get to their students and to, because many of the schools we taught and we didn't have access to the students and, and whatnot. So we were, you know, we were trying ways for the schools to get access to them. And we were not a priority um, and mental health wasn't a priority and children's physical, physical health, only priority that seemed to be out there seemed to be academic, which I get, that's fine <laughs> stuff. But so nine months, I, I felt like the business on life support and I was kind of felt like the rug was pulled out from under us and wasn't quite sure what direction to go. Didn't feel like doing anything. I kind of took a rest. <laughs> it was like, first time I'm not traveling, teaching. I'm not on the road. The first time that I'm just home, 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 home. And so I was teaching virtually and some of my teachers were, but 
what led to the astrology part of it was after nine months, I guess I was rebirthed because out of nowhere, I had a friend that I went to school with when I was a kid and she's been doing astrology for years, but she started teaching just in the past year during the pandemic online virtually. And she was offering a five-day course for free. And I was like, I didn't feel like taking yoga courses during the whole time. I didn't feel like teaching yoga courses. Um, what made my program different, by the way, I'm so sorry, as, as a franchise, I don't train outside of my business. That was one thing that my business model, the way I created it, we do not train outside teachers like many, many other kids yoga programs do. It's how they make their revenue, good for them, that it does cause an intellectual problem for them as far as protecting their property, which we'll get to. But for me, chose not to do that. And so anyway, I, I chose to just take this class just for myself, something outside of yoga, just kinda, let me just take this. Um, and after the first three, five days of taking this, I was like, wow, this is great stuff. I really like this. It still didn't connect to do with kids. I just liked it for me. And so then she was offering a three month class and I was like, I think I'm gonna take this class. Why not? I don't know when we're getting back in the schools, so I might as well take this class. So I did, took the class. And sometime during that is when the downloads again started to happen. It wasn't an epiphany like in my face, wake me up in the middle of the night, like I had to start my business. But it was where it downloaded exactly what the kids yoga and astrology curriculum would look like, how to teach it, how many weeks it should be. That all got downloaded. And I was like, whoa, I can't even write this fast enough, hold on. And so I just, I got out a huge poster board, a trifold, and I just kind of mapped it out and stuff, went back to basics and, and mapped that out, but of course not the details but just how I was gonna do it and how I was gonna create basically a 36 week curriculum in chunks of 12 is how I'm doing it. And so that was how the long story of how it, how it came about. And yes, it is awesome. I'm so excited. I can't wait to teach it to the kids this coming fall. Um, really, really, really excited for the schools, but I am keeping it more geared towards school age to teens. I think that the under five mm, over their head. So yeah. this is specifically for school age to teens to teach. Fantastic. So that at least that piques my interest is like, so how do you see astrology and kids yoga? You say, oh, it just started to come together and download. I'm like, Sure. I <laughs> know. Sure. It's a little woo woo. How, like, I can see some similarities for sure, but I don't, I personally don't know enough about astrology to be able to meld those two. And now that you've kind of gone for this personal interest, and I love that, that you've taken this personal interest, this passion project of yours, and combined it with another passion project of yours to create something really new and creative. So tell us, give us some samples. Okay, totally gonna do that. And I'm sure any yoga teacher can relate to this with kids yoga. Many of us have that student that comes into class in kids yoga and they're very chatty. Chatty, 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 talk, 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 talk. Now, when they're in a school environment and school setting, they often get in trouble for that. 
when they're in a yoga class, it depends on the teacher teaching. If, you know, if there's going to be a consequence or not, or it's, if it's disruptive or not, or what a yoga, kid's yoga teacher is going to do in regards to that, you know, how their, uh, their classroom techniques are. But what if we could have determined at the start of that session that this child is going to tend, have those tendencies to be chatty for a reason. And it has to do with what's known as when they were first born, everybody has what's called a birth chart. Um, and it's a picture basically what the skies looked like when you were born, what planet was where, what stars were where, where the sun was, where the moon was. It's called a, a and that is your birth chart. And so if we knew ahead of time going into a class that, oh, this is the child and not to label, but just that we know ahead of time that this child has a lot of air in them. So we're gonna have to do a lot of grounding for that child. And any yoga teacher knows what poses and breaths and meditations that they use that's gonna help that child to help ground them. I even have a teacher I can think of that needs grounding all the time. And I have to tell her, you need some grounding. And those are in the Zodiac's world, they're known as Gemini's. And so <laughs> Gemini's might be very, very chatty. And not everybody fits in that role, but they might be. And if a child's son, let's say, was in that sign of Gemini, again, very, very chatty, but also... The good thing that comes with that, besides the fact that they talk, 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 they're very, very intelligent mm -hmm. and they have a lot to give to the situation. So you might have a very quiet student and sometimes it's good to partner them with somebody like that. And so there's so many personality traits, strengths, weaknesses, characteristics that you can find out just from looking at a simple birth chart. And so you won't always be able to get this information. When we go into schools and we have hundreds of kids, you won't be able to get this information, but boy, you'll recognize it. And you'll know, oh, you'll start to, it'll all start to, once you start to learn astrology with it. So, so that's one of the ways that was very easy to look at saying, this is gonna be, you know, this is how we can combine yoga with it. We know ways to help. There were basically in astrology, besides what you were speaking of, let's say the sun, the moon, those are givens in astrology and in yoga, we do those salutations, but there's also elements. And some of us are familiar with earth, the elements, earth, air, fire, water. But a lot of us, I never really realized they came from astrology. I was like, I just knew we taught them in the yoga world and stuff. So that comes from astrology. And with that, with the earth, air, fire, water, it all ties into the different places, different planets are located in the chart again and stuff. So, so that's one example of one type of student of how it could help. And so coming to yoga could be a joy instead of Oh, I got in trouble in school today. Here's a way I can ground myself when I'm sitting at my desk or if they're learning from home again, <laughs> because the teachers, even this year, regular school teachers were put in such a difficult situation. They could only teach the children that could virtually learn, which is visual learners 
and auditory learners. And then the rest of the learners really had a challenge there. And so if they could have learned some of these yoga skills to help to build on those strengths. So that's where I feel the yoga meets astrology in the kids yoga world. And that if we teach it to the kids at a very young age, that they'll be able to incorporate it into not only their school life, but into their adult life. I'm finding as you're chatting, I'm thinking Ayurveda, I'm thinking doshas, I'm thinking mudras, which all are based on the elements, right? And, you know, and teaching those because I, you know, I teach mudras using Frozen 2 because Frozen 2, the movie, has all of the elements in it, right? It's like, okay, we got a little fire lizard, we've got the Elsa finger and all these kind of things. But it's just a, a nice way to take something that they kids know because most kids will know Frozen 2. And, and then it's like, okay, they just taught you all the elements in Disney format. And so here are the elements and this is how we can we can work with those elements to our benefit, right? As you say, take our strengths and use them, but also recognize some of our weaknesses in the places that, oh, I may, might have a little bit too much air or I might be really grounded. <laughs> I, might <need> a, <laughs> I might need a little pick me up, right? And, and once you know what the, the qualities of those elements are, you can begin to see them in the people around you and in yourself. And it's like, oh, see, I'm a fire. <laughs> it's like, and one time I, in, in summer, I decided that at 10 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> in a summer, in a fire season, it would be a really good idea to teach hot yoga, right? <laughs> right? So I have a fire personality in a fire season, in a fire environment at a fire time. Oh, of yeah. And then I would come home and I would just be like, I'm like, we're gonna get so much done today. Da, 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 da. And my kids were like, holy crow, what, what happened to our mother? <laughs> you know, it's so funny, Donna, you say that. Before I learned about all this, I would have bet my, I would have sworn I was fire. Anyone who knew me thought I was fire. Anytime anyone would ask before I ever knew anything about this, I'd say I was fire. Really thought I was fire. But guess what? When I did my astrology chart, fire is my second element. But my first one was um, earth or grounded. Mm. I was like, whoa, I would have never guessed that. (laughs) Not in a million years. So it's very interesting because many people think they're one thing and we all have almost every element. There are some people Mm -hmm. that have hardly any and it's those that need help when they have hardly any of a certain element Mm -hmm. in their charts and stuff. They need help on what do I do to get more of that element to be more balanced. So yeah, it's very interesting, but yeah, I love fire. It gets things done. It gets things done, but then it burns out, right? And then you're just exhausted. So I had to um, kind of change my approach. And I now know not to teach hot yoga at 10 o'clock in the morning in the summer. Like it's not, that's not a really good combination for me. It doesn't do well. Oh, goodness, no. Not and so, but just you know, creating awareness of that because prior to gaining some knowledge, I had no idea what I was doing to my system that I was absolutely ramping up too high mm-hmm. because I was adding all of these similar elements at the same time and, and then searching for a balance so that I could be more 
true to who I am all of the time, not have these peaks and valleys in energy or in attention or all that kind of stuff. So I think it's really valuable information to be sharing with people. Um, the elements and, and like birth charts are fabulously interesting. Um, so can you provide an example of something like of an activity that you would do in a school to to show kids, you know, what's it, give us a, a teaser of your curriculum. It's so funny you asked that um, because that was the one question I was like, hmm, this is, here's, here, let me answer it this way. The curriculum I'm creating each week is building on the next week. And so to provide like something, it's very, very difficult to do that. So I'm going to do something a little bit different than what you expected in regards to this. And, but people love free stuff. So it's something free that they're going to get instead. Okay. Um, to that. So this so fun. it's just funny you brought this one up because this was the one thing I was like, oh, this is, tough. this is a tough question for me to, uh, to pull something out of. It's not going to be the same when every week's building on another week. So anyway, this is what I'm going to do for all of you. And uh, I hope this in order to really understand astrology meets yoga or astrology meets kids yoga, you need to have birth chart, natal chart. It's called a natal chart, birth chart. They're the same thing. And the best free website to go and get this printed on <laughs> is astro.com, A-S-T-R-O.com. <laughs> I just wrote it down. <laughs> And everybody can get their free birth chart, their child's free birth chart. But there are a couple of things you need to know in order to do that. You need to know uh, your birth date. You need to know your birth time. Very, very important. A lot of people don't know that, believe it or not. I don't even know mine to exact because on my birth certificate, wasn't listed. I guess I'm so old it wasn't listed back then. I don't know. And I know I look young, but I'm not. I'm a grandma. So, or I call myself a glammy. Um, so you need to try to find out your birth time, your birth location. Those three things you need to know to create your birth chart, your name chart. Once you do that, there's going to be a lot of detail on it. Don't get all upset about the details on it and stuff. But I'm a big fan of printing and having things printed, you know, in hand to look at and stuff. And so I would print it off or, you know, enlarge it so you can look at. And once you have that, all your answers for doing yoga and astrology, they're all in there and stuff, all of them. And so, you know, is this something that in the future, you know, I'm really, because this is a brand new, and we were kind of speaking on this, I don't want to get ahead, but because this is a brand new, let's say, leg of children's yoga, that's what I'm calling it. And I'm even in my own program and business, I'm kind of creating it as a separate, almost entity, but still part of, which I'm going to lead right into your intellectual rights, your copyright, things like that. Um, this is a brand new curriculum. I'm really excited about it and I kind of want to really share it. And so I'm really looking at how to do that in the kids yoga world. How can I share this? For me, it's easy because I franchised my program. I created licensing with my program 
And because I did those two things and trademarked uh, logos and stuff. So because I created those three things, um, the franchising, maybe not necessarily you don't need, but the licensing and the copyright and the trademark you need to protect your intellectual property. If you are concerned or any children's yoga teacher out there is concerned about how do I protect my intellectual property? Well, you have to look at, have you copyrighted anything? Have you licensed anything? You know, have you trademarked anything? Those are a must for you to be able to say that is my idea or thought or I was the first or whatever, because I'm really feeling like, okay, I know astrology is thousands of years old. Yoga is thousands of years old, you know, so I know that you can't say I created astrology. You can't say I created yoga. We know that there's been lawsuits out in the world about that, you know, that have been interesting to watch. Um, but the way, the method, the mode that you teach, you know, used to teach it, that is, you know, yours. When you spend, I spend sometimes weeks on just one lesson plan in astrology, trying to figure out what's the best way to teach this concept. How am I going to teach? So, you know, those are what I highly recommend and you should get a good attorney. I'll give you an attorney's name if you'd like. And I get nothing for it. <laughs> so, um, but they can contact me directly. I'll give out that name for them to contact my franchise attorney. He does licensing. Um, I'm not sure if he does trademarks and copyright. But if you're a kid's yoga program, which there are countless ones out there doing trainings left and right, and they're not copyrighted and they're not trademarked and they're not, you know, any of these things I discussed, mm -hmm. you cannot expect your, what you teach to be your intellectual property. Just can't. And I'm not a lawyer. So please, this is just from my experience and stuff. Um, but being in this industry for 17 years, that is the way I look at it. So I've always kept everything very close to the cuff and in-house for my program, my teachers, my schools and whatnot. But going forward, things have changed. Things with online teaching. Things now I'm like, hmm, I may, you know, be, you know, we're already doing online teaching, but when it comes to the kids yoga astrology, I realize this is a new, a new thing. And it's not as simple as just doing a sun salutation or a moon salutation, as you were saying. It's a lot more complicated, but I've tried to simplify it. That's the difficult part, to be honest, Donna, simplifying it, because there's so, so much information that comes in astrology. Again, think about it. It's thousands of years old of information. And they're even, they recently found out that astrology might be a lot older than that. They found it on caves and bones and that are 25,000 years old. So astrology might predate yoga. Initially, they thought astrology was about as old as yoga is. So I was like, well, that is very interesting how that's related. So I hope you don't mind me jumping ahead to giving all the copyright, intellectual and trademark. But so, yes. So for those of you, you know, who really want to protect what you feel is yours, I highly recommend doing those steps. Yeah, we and for those of you who are listening and you were piqued by the idea of astrology meeting kids yoga. And so that's what you're listening for. Uh, a few months ago, just go back into the archives and we have uh, an episode with a lawyer all about how to protect yourself and what you should do. It's with the guys at Conscious Council. They're fabulous. Um, 
you can look in locally. I used a local lawyer um, to trademark my my yoga in my school because I found um, people were infringing on that. And so I had to, I felt there is a significant need. Um, I know p other people if, who did not get a trademark and someone and had been into their company and using that name for a long time, someone else bought, uh, trademarked that name and they had to cease and desist. They got a cease and desist order and had to completely rebrand their, their company. And so these are things that you actually have to think about. And you should probably do a whole lot of uh, internet searches and trade name research and that type of thing as you're starting your business. So like we're kind of morphed from great, this astrology meets kids yoga part of the conversation here to what happens when you're developing brand new curriculum and how do you potentially protect that intellectual property and your rights as a creator in, in something that has been around for thousands of years? Yeah, no, it, very, very good points. And um, it's an important part of it. It, it, it just is a very important part of it. You know, look, lots of yoga teachers teach classes out there for free. And, you know, and, you know, if, if they choose to do that, that's how they give back. That's great and stuff. But, you know, um, there's a difference from taking somebody's life work or passion, let's say, you know, 17 years of my life has been created my own curriculum and whatnot. And now going into the astrology meets kids yoga, that's hopefully going to be another 17 years with just that, because I just think that we can expand that because to me, it's science meets science. Yoga is science. Astrology is science. It's a great way into schools, if you mm -hmm. look at it that way too, and stuff. Um, although right now I know that's not their focus. <laughs> they have bigger things on on their plate and stuff. But um, they are both based on science, and um, you know. So I, I hope that those little tidbits help as far as what to do to protect your own work. And that, yeah, this, this curriculum is exciting. I, I'm really passionate about it, just as passionate as I was about my, about my program. And um, I could license it. I, it's licensed already in a way because I fall under licensing. So if somebody said, hey, I want your curriculum, great. You can purchase a license agreement with me. That's how I can do it. So somebody tomorrow could contact me. They want a franchise. It's a little different than a license. So franchise is a whole area that they are exclusive to teach our program and they get our year round curriculum and training support, all that. A license is basically just the curriculum and the support of just the curriculum. So, so it's two different separate things and whatnot. And being one of the first to franchise a yoga program, that's me, and one of the first to franchise a kids yoga program, that was me too, and stuff. It's, um, it's a very complicated world in regards to the franchising component of it. So, but I have that model. So that model allows me to protect everything. All my stuff, protected, check and stuff. But it doesn't stop people from, you know, borrowing. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, and, you know, we, we chatted um, a little bit about always giving credit and always acknowledging your, your teachers. And I know sometimes I, I've been in this industry long enough that I'm like, I don't know where I learned that. <laughs> so I'm just like, I picked that up along the way. But when I can and when I remember to or when somebody says, you know what, I think I was the first one to do that. I'm like, great. I will give you credit for you know, if somebody says, you know what, um, Donna, I think that you, you, you might have overstepped there. And, and people have sent me messages like that. And, and then I will step back and contemplate and be like, you know what, I, I think, I think actually we're on two different d things. And this is why I've had that discussion with people. And then other times it's like, you know what, you could be, and I'm sorry if I didn't give you credit and I will from now on. And so just being humble as a, as a teacher and as someone who is in the community to say, you know what, I learned this from, you know, Shakta Karkalsa, or I learned this from yoga kids, or I learned this from, you know, there's so many people who have been in this industry for a while. It is important, I think, to give credit where credit is due and to acknowledge those, the forerunners and those who have um, paved the way and then also to own your own stuff it's like no like this is my own twist on this this is why this is why I do th this way as you said you know take what you've been given from the heritage and then make it your own beautiful amazing thing I you're speaking my language I I same exact thing first few years always gave credit to Marsha Wenig even Jody Commodore, Shaktikar Khalsa, they were the pioneers in kids yoga in the United States. And so they really were the first to kind of bring it and, and spread it and whatnot. And so, yeah, we did the same. We were like, this was part of yoga kids. This part of next generation yoga. This is part of radiant child. You know, it, I realized that since then kids yoga has expanded in the collective. It is so massive you know, now that a lot of people coming in and getting trained and especially during the pandemic, a lot of people were getting trained virtually. I've always wanted to be a kids yoga teacher. Ooh, there's a training available. Ooh, I'm going to take it, which is great. But what I think sometimes you might miss is giving that, you know, where did this come from? Mm -hmm. Who, you know, who created this or who created this even chance? Even chance, like, you know, way back when, like Shakta's fly like a butterfly or, you know, I, I mean, I remember. So yes, I, for years and years and years, I felt that was so important. I, and I just, it's been lost in our industry. I just think it's lost in our industry. And I, I'm not gonna say if that's bad or good or whatnot. It's just something that 20 years later just isn't happening anymore, sadly. And, you know, you would hope that, that that was still going on, but I just think we're in a different world now and stuff and things have expanded where everything is online, everything. There's so many free things online and even kids yoga classes sort of free online. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so I've just, uh, it's been a tough road. It's been a tough lesson to learn, you know, for, for me, even with some people that I have felt that took ideas from me or whatnot that we kind of uh, privately spoke on that I'm not going to out anybody. <laughs> I'm just going to say this past year, I've been very, very hurt. 
and stuff. So I have now learned that I'm not sharing anything right now, but I will, you know, and in the astrology for kids yoga, I'm probably going to share that in a way that's protected or if they want to, you know, to whatever, purchase the curriculum or whatnot, we might, you know, we have the licensing to do that. But yeah, I, this was a year that was a learning year for that, especially. And so, but yoga as a whole, it's changed. I mean, look at all the thousands, thousands, mine included brick and mortars that shut down. Mm -hmm. I shut down my New York brick and mortar during this and everything's in storage, um, you know, until things were going to reopen because fiscally it wasn't smart to have a brick and mortar when you couldn't use it. (laughs) And so um, yoga changed and I think it's evolving. And I think the kids yoga astrology fits right into that evolution, that cosmic evolution. When I speak about the woo woo stuff and getting downloads, let's say that might be over many people's heads, but not in the yoga world. And I want to just kind of leave off with that where kids, one of the reasons I felt this was the right timing to do something like this with the kids was that I've noticed the kids of today are not the same as the kids from 15 years ago. The kids of today come in with crystals. The kids of today come in with chakra, talking about chakras, which we also teach and everybody teaches chakras, I know. It's so, but you know, um, they're very open now to learning these new type of modalities let's say. So I think it's the perfect timing to bring astrology meets children's yoga in. And I hope to, you know, not only be the first doing that nationwide again with my program, but just out there and to lead the pack doing that and glad and happily doing that, you know, and I would love it if people give me credit for that, but I already know in this world, that's not happening. So it's okay. You know, it just doesn't, but I love what I do. I do it for the kids. I don't do it for the credit, you know, and, um, and yeah, and and that's why I'm just very, very grateful today, Donna, for you to offer this opportunity to speak on it because, you know, being in this industry for 17 years myself and, and everything, I, again, you don't always get credit for that. You really don't, you know, a lot of times it's the newest thing. It's the freshest thing. It's whatnot. And so, yeah, I come in with a lot of experience doing this, but a passion and love for teaching children. And anyone that knows me knows, oh, I do not want to teach the adults really, but give me a class of under five. I'll take it any day of the week. And uh, yeah, and so I am so grateful to you for for inviting me to do this podcast with you today and to share this exciting new curriculum. It's got about one more month before it's really going to be available and out there in the world for our schools and child cases for it's back to school. So it's it was slated for back to school, but the first 12 weeks are done. Yay, complete. And so that, yeah, that that's the fall session. Fantastic. So where can people go if they're interested in your curriculum, in um, licensing or franchising? Where can they go to find out more information about you and your program? So we are on every social media platform um, under the Children's School of Yoga. They can go to the childrenschoolyoga.com to link to all of those. 
Um, they can contact us through the childrenschoolyoga.com. They can go to Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and even LinkedIn. It's just my name instead of the business name on LinkedIn. Um, yeah, so we're on all those platforms and we would happily, you know, be open to discussing if they're interested in licensing, if they're interested in franchising. But I am no longer giving free advice on how to franchise their program and how to license their program because I did that for years. Uh, that was kind of the way behind the scenes that many people don't know, but I get calls a lot. I'm thinking of franchising my business. I'm thinking of licensing. I never wanted to charge. Yeah, I I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> Just not yeah, Boundaries, me. boundaries are healthy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. It's all good. I, I've, I've got a few of them myself, so, so I understand. Lessons learned, as I said. Yeah, Lessons exactly. learned. If you're in the industry long enough, you'll you'll set up some boundaries for yourself, and that's that's something to be admired for sure. All right, Doreen, it's been a delight chatting with you today. Thank you so much for uh, you know forty minutes of your time. Oh my gosh, Donna, I, again, thank you for the opportunity. I, I feel very blessed to share it. I can't wait to share it and teach it and uh, put some, some more details out there. will be coming. There is some initial details on my website and I'm going to end the way I end all my classes, which is trademarked. Namaste. <laughs> Have a great yoga day. Fantastic. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I'm sure you've enjoyed some of the insights from Doreen's um, Astrology Meets Kids Yoga, and that has, uh, you know, tweaked your curiosity, hopefully, and you will maybe go to Astro.com. I know I'm going to Astro.com later today. <laughs> to do Absolutely. Go to Astro.com. I had one done many, many years ago, but I, I, it didn't mean anything. Right. And so I'm intrigued again. It's like coming around full circle again. And so I'm intrigued uh, and I'll be doing that. And, you know, thank you for, you know, the very, very open discussion about copyright, about um, uh, licensing and that type of stuff, because I think for many uh many yoga business people that we love the yoga so much and we love the curriculum and we get really excited about teaching but then there is this business side of things that is really important and sometimes doesn't get as much weight but is critical to our success as uh, and and to our happiness absolutely as a business owner it is but as a you know just a children's yoga teacher if that's all they want to do it's not to everybody but yes absolutely and donna before you leave and i, I hate I, you know i completely forgot to mention that if somebody's looking to learn more about astrology they can contact me and i will link them to the person that taught me astrology and still teaches me astrology and stuff i'm happy to link them to that to her and stuff um, and so i apologize for not even mentioning it's called fun with astrology it can be found on facebook she's great great for a beginner like me and like many of us to newbies so she's wonderful her name's debbie and fun with astrology but anyway uh thank you and have a great namaste have a great yoga day <laughs> thank you appreciate you listening guys enjoy your day and may your words be kind your thoughts be peaceful and your heart filled with love Bye.